0: Welcome to podcasting for that reasons, where ABC brings the drama,
1: and we are back at it again to bring you some brand new dramatic analysis. Hey everyone, I'm Ren
0: My name is Brennan, and welcome back to another week of podcasting for that reasons. We are here with Michelle Week Two, and I am fully in. You okay, are so not. You are just not talking
1: about
0: this. You are not, but yeah. I am in.
1: I. I, I yeah, I'm not hooked yet. I don't know what the hook is. What it's gonna take to get me. I just feel like everything's a bit mellow. It's it's a it's too mellow for me. But then the drum the drama kicked up a notch. Like you know, what twenty minutes with twenty minutes left or something. Yes. You know, when an un- unexpected level of drama kicked in.
0: Um. But I just. I don't know. This was a really good episode. I really liked it.
1: See, like, yeah, like everything just feels very, I I, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but like at the very open, I'm just kind of like, okay, whatever. And then there was the one-on-one and I was like, okay. All right. Which I was unexpectedly pleased with the one-on-one because like I said last week, Jamie looks like he's 84 years old. Like, I just well, the, don't understand how he's, how old is he, how old he's he to me?
0: I don't remember, but all I know is that, give the dude a break. The first, the first, <laughs> like, 30 years were pretty rough. I mean. Okay, you're right. You're right. All right. I already, I
1: forgot about this. <laughs> Maybe that's why
0: I mean, 12 to 26 were, probably yeah. took a lifetime you're right you're right
1: okay now that you've reminded me of and i already said i liked the date and they completely threw it out the window you're right thank you for bringing me back to the middle i should give him a break on this but then again should i i'm just saying we'll talk about it we'll chat
0: uh we start with a chat with michelle and Tasha that uh, one yeah again. what is
1: this breakfast in bed like what's happening <laughs>
0: Uh, what that means is Michelle literally had five minutes that day to talk to Taysha and that was it. And that's while she was eating breakfast and they pretended to have breakfast while they chatted, even though nothing on that plate was touched.
1: Nothing was touched. The mimosa set still. I would have been like, yeah, Taysha girl, like I would have been sipping out of been eating. Like nobody ruins my breakfast. Nobody, not even my favorite bachelorette Taysha.
0: Nobody, wow. If she came in while I
1: was eating my breakfast, I'd be like, listen, I'm going to keep this breakfast train moving.
0: So. Like, look, I got a long day. I have, to, I have to eat. So you can chat if you'd like to, but I'm going to eat. <laughs> uh, while Taisha talks to Michelle, Caitlin goes over and talks to the boys and drops off the first date guard.
1: Yeah. And it is
0: for Brandon, Romeo, Rick, PJ, Will, Illumide, Casey, Daniel, LT and Peter.
1: Fun fact, do you know who LT's grandpa is? No idea. Um, go ahead, make my day.
0: I know I just don't know who that is. I'm, like I I, <laughs> I I know the line. I know the line, I just don't know who says it.
1: LT's grandpa is dirty Harry.
0: Oh. what? That's cool. Yeah. That's
1: there you go cool. fun fact fun fact for you this week in bachelor nation uh yeah D- apparently he has a, a tattoo dedicated to his grandpa no one really knows which grandpa it is has not been revealed yet it could be his paternal grandpa because i think his mom is clint eastwood's daughter hmm. so
0: oh so, yeah that's pretty interesting there you go uh i was anyway giving- anyway <laughs> I was going to make the sports joke and ask if it was LaDainian Tomlinson because he was also went by LT. But I thought that would be stupid, so I just moved on. But then I, And now I'm saying it anyway, so now I regret that.
1: Yeah, I, th- I thought it was interesting the way that you still, the jokes took another form.
0: <laughs> and I re- like I said, I regret saying it. It wasn't that funny in my head. And it wasn't that funny in actuality either.
1: My favorite is the way that you bailed. As soon as you like, threw it out there, you're like, I'm aware now, I still made the mistake. Bye, everyone.
0: (laughs) Okay, so these boys show up, and they're going to go to school. Yeah. And they have invited three kids, Maya, Riley, and Kennedy, and they're going to ask the boys some questions.
1: And already, like I had said last week, how much do you think Michelle's teaching career will come up and will just, like... Just be jammed into our faces, down our throats. Uh, Yeah, I think right out the gate.
0: What we know is that Michelle has two qualities. And they they gave us both of them in these dates.
1: Sure did. So the season should just be over
0: now. (laughs) Because as we know, when you are a lead, you're boiled down to a couple things. And we've gotten those things.
1: Right. So I'm like, how many times, how many more times are we going to have to sit in a classroom or do homework or projects or field day or whatever else is elementary school related?
0: There's definitely going to be, when they do the stupid uh thing where they have to like eat something and then they have to do something embarrassing, that's definitely mm-hmm. going to be called field day.
1: I'm sure they're going to have like superlatives too, like just like they did yeah, on the probably. island. Um, but they'll be like, who's most likely to blah, blah, blah in this class?
0: Yeah, Probably
1: had them take a group photo on night one and she's standing in
0: the middle and
1: it's like you at Miss Young's class of twenty twenty one or whatever and it's all of the guys. I was like already they're really they're leaning so hard into this teaching thing.
0: Yeah. Uh and I tweeted as I'm watching this I'm just like someone's about to look real stupid. Oh for sure. Spoiler alert it's Brandon who can either oh, who can neither do okay. math nor spell.
1: Right. He cannot spell at all hilarious but what about uh
0: peter peter tried really hard
1: peter tried too hard and my favorite was little miss um what was her name uh these kids names what are the names again (laughs) Um,
0: i don't know which one is which
1: yeah i have no idea but um the little girl that was sitting next to michelle she was over his shenanigans real quick she was like, okay. Like, when they did the chemistry test and yeah. he got no volcano explosion, she was like, you should have followed directions. <laughs> oh, you're an entrepreneur? Not impressed. What is that pizza? It looks like an ice cream, an empty ice cream cone. An empty ice cream cone. Like, when they threw that shade at him, like, that just looks like an empty ice cream cone. <laughs> <It's> like...
0: <laughs> there's nothing worse. <laughs> and then, so, yeah, they do the math and spelling test and then they do some chemistry and play musical chairs
1: and michelle says to us that you can tell a lot about a person by the way that they play musical chairs which means nothing always positive have you ever thought to yourself brendan in this life that you can tell a lot about a person you're like i know that person's character Because the way that they play that game, Musical Chairs.
0: The only thing that I've ever learned from someone playing Musical Chairs is, are you or are you not an a-hole?
1: Okay. And I learned
0: that Peter is an a-hole.
1: So then you you would be... You would go along with that idea of that you can learn a lot about somebody.
0: Just the one thing.
1: (laughs) Because I was like, I have never... I don't think I've ever thought, you know what? You know how i the real test of character? Let's get a game of musical chairs going.
0: <laughs> I think there's really only one thing you can learn. Is is someone willing to embarrass someone else physically to win a child's, a literal child's game? Yeah. And are we learned with, that Peter is, and he did it repeatedly. Have you played game yet? No.
1: I haven't either, but I have a bad feeling that there's probably musical chairs played in it. They play like they played children's games, that like, but they're like. Apparently, it's like.
0: I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see it.
1: Yeah, they played like Red Rover and Red Light, Green Light. I'm sure Musical Chairs has got to be in there.
0: Maybe. I have no (laughs) idea. Um So yeah, he Peter repeatedly bullies these grown men out of the chairs because he cares way more than they do.
1: It's so weird. And he does it all in like a way of like, ha it's so funny. It's
0: so funny, right? And he tries to like rip the chair out of PJ's hands to win. And yeah, eventually they're just like, okay, dude, l- let it go. You lost. Let go of the chair. Gosh. It was weird. And in the spelling test, they uh, spell protein, which they all spell correctly. Uh, they, some uh, some people spell limousine wrong. Then they spell the word Entrepreneur. And then they spell... The last word they spell is the word narcissist.
1: I knew. I knew that this was coming. I knew that this is coming when he said Peter. Who was that that wrote
0: it? What's his name? I think it was Will. Yeah, it was uh, Will. Will.
1: Yeah. I, like, when he was like, somebody has got to call him out. It's going to be me. I was like, oh my gosh. And of course, the children giggled and they thought it was hilarious. Of course, Peter, which will says that he was the color of a fire engine he was so angry peter looked like he was fake angry in that moment did he not to me i was like that's such a fake angry look like no grown man looks like he's pouting like that
0: right he can't that could not have been real Well, i don't think he's a grown man i guess you're right i think he is a child Man, but uh use this marker. <laughs> Peter says I felt like I was shining in that group. He's known me for 2 3 days. He has no idea who I am.
1: I felt like I was shining. <laughs> he was not.
0: No, you weren't. You were the only one who felt that way.
1: He really was not. No one cared. Like he thought that he was winning. Also, is it me and I'm just because I'm looking at this picture. Is it me or is Casey totally and completely a knockoff Dak Shepard?
0: No, he is. 100% he is. Okay. Yeah.
1: Beginning of the episode, no joke. Like I was wrapping up work for the day and I had had it on my TV and I looked over and I was like, oh shoot, are Dak Shepard and Christine, um on the Zeke? And then I was like, wait, that's what? <laughs> totally didn't even realize it. Like, he's totally Back Shepherd.
0: though. Um, Michelle speaks to Brandon first, who, as we discussed earlier, was horrible at all all mm-hmm. of the school.
1: Also, as we learn, horrible at the pickup lines, too. I'm just
0: saying.
1: Yeah. It's called out on it real fast.
0: Yes. And then he says, quote, I'm just trying to remember every single part of you so that I can go home and have a dream about you and re- wake up and realize my dream girl is real which for a pickup line is just way too lengthy
1: right okay that's exactly what i was thinking too like i was like he's still talking he's still talking yeah and what and then when she's like did you look that up on the internet did you read that in a book like what i'm so glad she called him out on it
0: yeah but then he gets the kiss anyway so they yeah
1: he got the kiss which i mean i don't know He's, he's cute, but that line I just don't do pickup lines like that. That was
0: ridiculous to me.
1: It's
0: like you're just a schmoozer. Yeah. Uh, while Michelle is talking to Illumide, which sounds very is very going to be very hard for me to repeatedly say because we also have a friend named Illumide.
1: Yes. And I he's know he's at some point I'm going to call him Illumide. Yeah. I well 100 thought his name was Illumide and people were just saying it wrong.
0: So it's, I'm, going to, I'm going to call home Alameda at some point, and it's just going to happen, and you're just going to have to deal with it. Uh, so she's off talking to Illumide, and then Peter decides that he needs to confront Will on group date cocktail party number one.
1: Like, why? Why?
0: And clearly they were both okay with taking this way too far, way too quickly, because Michelle can hear them yelling at each other.
1: I was I was impressed the way that they were able to continue their conversation and not bat an eye. They did not pause to be like, What's going on over there? You know? But you could she, hear them totally in the background. It's embarrassing.
0: Yeah, she just she just didn't care. Um, yeah. Peter says, I just thought it was really inappropriate of you to call me a narcissist when I was completely defenseless. Will insisted he was just trying to have some fun. And then he says pizza this pizza that i'm here I'm tired of hearing about pizza i don't have to talk to michelle your name i don't have to talk to you about michelle your name's not michelle
1: like it was the most obnoxious argument ever they literally weren't yelling about anything relevant anything meaningful no. any like they no. were just telling each other just to be heard really actually yeah. like, for attention for both of them and it was an unnecessary villain creation or like wannabe drama you know those two will probably go out on a two-on-one if they last um they won't right I don't think. <laughs> like i just i don't understand what was going on i could not have cared less about either one of them
0: i know that every season you discuss the two-on-one and i mm-hmm. think your precious two-on-one might be dead
1: i really hope so I really hope so. I think it is. we didn't get one last season,
0: did we? We haven't gotten a real two-on-one since I started watching. All of them have just been pulled aside in a random room. One of them is sent home before the cocktail party. And the other one is usually sent home at the Rose ceremony. (laughs) I feel
1: like what the last two-on-one that you saw was probably Tammy and... McKenna?
0: But they were just... Well, Yesenia and MJ had one. But they uh-huh. were both the same thing, where they just come to the cocktail party early. Yeah. The lead talks to both of them and then just sends one home there. And then in, in Peter's situation, he just sent McKenna home at the cocktail party. I mean, at the Rose Because it used
1: it used to be a thing. It used to be a yeah, thing. Yeah, I think it's over. Left in the woods or, you know, on a cliff. You know, I remember, I think it was Olivia... I remember Ben flying off in a helicopter with I forgot who it was. Um I remember Ashley I on Chris uh Chris what's his name? The farm, he uh like he she was on a two on one and I think he left both of them. Um yeah, but I hope that the era of the two on one is dead. i I would not be mad.
0: Well, I think it might be. So you keep talking about it, but I don't think we're getting one.
1: Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. It would not ruin my life.
0: Uh, there's a knock at the door back at the back at the suite, and we have a date card. Uh, Leroy reads the card, says, Jamie, I'm looking for someone to be my rock.
1: The fact that there's a man named Leroy just kills me.
0: <laughs> he. We're going to start calling him Leroy Jenkins. You know that clip?
1: Yes. Okay, that's thank it. you. That's like why stop short? Because I didn't know if you knew.
0: Oh, yeah. Of course, I know Leroy Jenkins. <laughs>
1: exactly what I thought of. <laughs> so, Leroy Jenkins read the 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 date
0: card. And then, so then some of the, I think this is the earliest I've ever seen people unhappy about not getting a one on one.
1: Yeah, because why do you care yet?
0: Like, n- normally, week one, people are excited for their buddy. It's only like week four and beyond where they start to get upset. But these guys That's are already. That's why I already... feel like sometimes
1: th- this is just like
0: acting to me.
1: No, I just think
0: that they actually like Michelle. I don't
1: know. To me, I'm like,
0: get out of here. You're not sad. St- st- stop it. Listen, I gotta be the skeptic. No, you don't. We don't have I'm to have sorry. a skeptic.
1: I'm sorry. We can
0: just but... have a good time.
1: I'm always all about having a good time. You know this. You know this. But listen, I don't know. I don't know. Something about the season. Maybe a fairy tale will bloom, and I'll be like, "Wow, that was lovely." I'll let you have your fun. I won't rain on your parade. Thank too much.
0: you. I appreciate that. Uh, so the guys are unhappy. Jamie starts talking, and basically what he says was, eh, "We'll see this date if I like her," which is. For the first time, absolutely fair. Yeah. He says, I think a big portion of this first part is like, yo, are you right for me? Personally, I have a wild life. I travel to third world countries with a day's notice by myself. That one-on-one is important for me too, to make sure, hey, I'm spending my time in the right place.
1: Yeah, I thought that was completely valid.
0: It it took me a minute. I'm just like, bro, what is your problem? And I realized, no, Mm -hmm. it's fair. Like yeah. the Bachelor is the only world where the contestants are all in love with the lead, even though that's mm-hmm. unrealistic. Right.
1: No, I thought I thought that was fair. I was like, I I will totally like they yeah, they were like, What's going on with Jamie? He wasn't super grateful. He wasn't blah blah blah. But I'm like, no, that's that's fair. Any any relationship that you dive into you also have room to make your own assessment.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think he was kind of, like, cocky about it. Like, it wasn't, it was almost just like, I know she's perfect and I know she's great, but do I like her? I don't know. We'll have to find out. Yeah. Like, I didn't really like how he did it. Yeah. But the point he made was legit. I think what got me,
1: though, is when he felt the need. To say that, like, I fly off to a third world country sometimes in a day. So, and I'm like, no, yeah,
0: it was all of it was like ridiculous,
1: right? That's that's why it was like that's kind of cringy, but okay, Jamie.
0: And then uh, we cut back to the date. Michelle spends some time with Rick, uh, Mr. Table Guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what Rick is doing, but Rick's doing it right because he also gets he a kiss. is
1: he definitely is his little mad lib was cute
0: um
1: yes. also his emotional reaction to the way that he is starting to feel about michelle was sweet yeah yeah,
0: yeah. i i thought it was interesting how last week we were just like wow she only kissed one person and then this week we're just like all out the window they're just like i'll just kiss, yeah. I'll kiss rick i'll <laughs> kiss brandon i'll kiss joe i'll kiss nate i don't care i'll yeah. kiss Jamie."
1: Whatever. I just thought it was
0: funny that the last we were just like, "Is this a turning a corner? Are we only going to date the kiss the frontrunners?" No, right? No, we're just going to
1: kiss like, a bunch right. of people. She's like, "I just wasn't going to kiss them on the first
0: day." Uh, she talks. To, she pulls Peter next, and they talk about the fight, and then uh, she she's she's not really interested in the whole he called me a narcissist thing. No, she could care less. No,
1: like
0: oh well.
1: All
0: right uh, she says if you're standing there screaming at some point nothing is gonna come across-hmm
1: yeah like if she if she makes him mad at some point if they're in a relationship, which I mean that was a valid point too yeah she's hey, at one day I'm gonna piss you off like what are you gonna do? Scream at me yeah And of course he gave the standard oh that was completely out of character for me and if, it- you, and
0: if you saw the preview. It seems, that seems like his whole character.
1: I definitely think that that is him.
0: Very screaming.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Brandon gets the group date rose, which I really think was a two-way race between him and Rick for this group date rose. Um, Yeah. I mean, it wasn't going to be Peter or Will. We'll put it that way.
1: Well, was Rick on, was Rick on the first date?
0: The, the yeah yeah that's what we were just talking t- is table guy, yeah and Brandon we're still on the first date, yeah
1: yeah, yeah. okay, okay,
0: yeah, I really think it was a two horse race for this group date rose, yeah,
1: no one no. else my brain jumped ahead to the next date, never mind
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like i'm I don't know where we're at, but I think you're somewhere else.
1: <laughs> I literally went ahead, my brain literally was like on to the next date already, but I gotcha gotcha yeah,
0: well, speaking of that date. We're just going to jump right into it, apparently. Okay. Her and Jamie are going to Joshua Tree. hmm And they're going to go mountain climbing. And have a picnic. Yeah. I thought
1: it was an interesting, like, I just... I'm still, like I said, I'm still trying to wrap my head around Jamie. I actually did like him on this date. Um, and like Michelle said, he was kind of coaching her and she's used to having to coach in her relationships of like, I guess, taking, taking on the leadership role. So it was nice to have somebody coach her. Yes. Um, I thought that was interesting. And I only expected him to be cocky during this. And he didn't seem like he was too cocky mountain climbing. And when she was like, you... You seem like you've done this before. He didn't really answer. So I was interested to be like, has he done this before? Or was he being humble? know. Well, you know, well, like you know in
0: this third world country, that's how, you, that's how you have to get around.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, oh, like I've scaled the Himalayas before or something. I don't know.
0: What does he do? What's his career? He's a biotech CEO. That's right. That's right. Okay. And based on research that I did not do and I heard somewhere else, it seems like he's a small business owner.
1: Well,
0: yeah, basically that's what it. Biotech CEO in his lifestyle means biotech engineer that owns a small company.
1: Let me look up this biotech.
0: It's like uh oh, uh, it's like certain air or something like that. It's like an air purifier. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't even know what biotech is. Whatever. I think I think it's
0: just, like, technology. I think it's just, like, tech that helps, like, your body.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, this says, does Bachelorette contestant Jamie's, Jamie Scar really run a biotech company? Jamie Scar's companies aren't biotech. <laughs> That's, like, the first line of this. Scar is impressive in his own right. He's the founder and CEO of two companies, um both wait oh well never mind I clicked on the article and they completely took me to a different line I don't have time to read this article right now <laughs> but okay. apparently the article will break it down
0: <laughs> well we just won't read it and you'll just have to figure it out on your own yeah. uh, so they sit on top of this giant rock and sip champagne and uh, Michelle says I'm really glad I brought you you're not a complainer, which I really like, which is interesting, considering how things are going to go in the future for Jamie.
1: He's like, oh, wait, girl. Oh,
0: wait. Oh, I will complain. I'll just have to find something else and then lie about it. Hmm.
1: I'll disguise it into everyone else's
0: complaints. <laughs> yeah. Even though I'm the only one who had it.
1: I like literally, like I texted you when I was get like finishing this and I was like, this took a turn. I literally did not know what was going on. I was like, wait, are people talking? How many people? But didn't he literally just take the words of like someone else when they were like, it doesn't matter? Why are we talking about this? It doesn't matter. And then he tells her, it doesn't matter. I don't know why they're talking about it <laughs> All over the place. But we'll talk about it. We're getting ahead.
0: Uh, Jamie and her had to dinner, and Jamie tells Michelle about his tough upbringing. Uh, his mom was eighteen, and his dad was twenty-one when they got when they had him. They never got married, and he says when, th- when he was really young, things were the beginning portions of my life were amazing, but then my mom had a lot of issues with mental health, and things just began to spiral down. He says he saw his mom try to commit suicide when he was 12 and then him and his sister had to deal with that and her mental health issues until basically for 12 years until he was 24 and she ended up killing herself.
1: Yeah. When he was saying about how he basically couldn't, he didn't have like enough class credits or class attendance to even graduate because him and his sister would take turns staying home with their mom like, that's devastating. Yeah. Hearing about that. And you know that had... I mean, obviously, Michelle showed her um empathy. You know, it really hit her. Because, you know, she cares about kids. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she is a teacher. So that obviously was going to hit her yeah. really, really hard. Um, I did really like seeing her empathy showcased that way. Um, mm. uh, fu- is, fun and then she like said, she's not normally a crier.
0: Yeah. And it's fun just- fact... Uh, Chelsea, the model from Matt's season, who was also on Paradise. Tweeted out while this was happening, and that's how you say thank you for sharing. Mm, yes, because she like, actually because she said it, but she actually meant it.
1: Yes, like you could tell because she was actually listening. She wasn't. She wasn't interrupting him. She didn't look like she was uncomfortable. She was taking it all in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I did think that that was a really great um show of empathy that she she displayed um and yeah it like hearing I do like these dates that you can hear people's stories because you do learn about their character and what makes that makes them into who they are even though we're still just getting a snapshot of these people yeah um because that's what life is you know oh. just like burning everybody's stories and like how they got to be who is standing right in front of you now.
0: Yeah. Um, but man, that's hard. Yeah. That is uh, hard. She says beyond. She said that she's beyond impressed by using this. Despite having this in, this trauma, becoming a beautiful person. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, we'll learn more about Jamie later. But at the moment, we think he's great.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we, we have a, we have a private concert though. And our singer is the one and only Caroline Jones.
1: Oh my gosh. Wow. That must've been so incredible to hear Caroline Jones in front of you singing while you're on this romantic date.
0: Yeah. Like I am such a big Caroline Jones fan. That song that she sang is like my favorite.
1: I'm sure it'll be playing at my wedding.
0: Probably. Yeah, who the hell is Caroline Jones? No one knows.
1: <laughs> if you guys know, can you just tell us in the comments below? They're anyway. not
0: going to. <laughs> Let let's find her on Instagram very quickly and we'll see how many followers uh, followers she actually has.
1: If you look up Caroline Jones, you're going to find so many so many Caroline Joneses.
0: I'm just going to type Okay, so Okay, so this is her with Michelle. She has 79,000 followers, and she has, oddly enough, a new album coming out November 12th.
1: Of course.
0: And she is touring with the Zach Brown Band. Yeah. Which is actually something.
1: Yeah. No idea. It was a nice song, though.
0: Yeah. So, But she has pictures with her singing... And pictures with her with Michelle, and one with her, Michelle, and Jamie mm-hmm. on her Instagram.
1: How do you say? How do you say this album name? A- antipodes. Maybe. Antip Antipode- antipodes antipodes. <laughs> sure. Followed by does your so who follows her at all? It's probably based on who I follow.
0: No, does it see? doesn't. <laughs>
1: It tells me followed. By, <laughs> apparently, I followed Kathy Lee Grifford.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Maybe she was on. Uh, maybe she was on a Today Show.
1: No, it's because I. Yeah, but I mean, like I follow. I follow Kathy Lee Gifford.
0: <laughs> maybe you shouldn't. Uh, yeah.
1: So it was like when I popped up. I was like, "Why is this telling me about Kathy Lee Gifford?" Oh, because I follow her. All of um, her Psalm sharing. <laughs>
0: Anyway. Hi, buddy, boy. Hi. Oh, can you guys hear him? Bye, bye. Night, night. I'll see you tomorrow. Love you. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. That boy is so loud recently.
1: I was like the fact that you can hear him through the door,
0: <laughs> and upstairs. <laughs> He's upstairs. He's upstairs. He's got some lungs. He's 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 so loud. Um, (laughs) So the next day, we're getting ready for the group for the second group date, but old Joe gets a phone call, and it's not a fun phone call.
1: I like how I just laughed. Like, sorry, my back itches, and I'm like trying to like (laughs) trying to like scrunch myself up, Um, but. Yeah, so it goes from, like, I like how this, it goes from, like, depressing date, you know, you learn this information about Jamie, right into depressing, like, mourning for Joe.
0: Uh, So, Joe gets a call from his mom that one of his mentors and his head basketball coach at Minnesota has passed away. Uh, Yeah and then he says we're about to go on a basketball date I think Novak would be the type of person who would want me to go out there and hoop so I mean I've always wondered how much information they got before these dates Like, because it seems like they're always dressed appropriately
1: like for oh you mean like so they're dressed appropriately for the date Yeah. yeah
0: So I mean, he says I'm going on a basketball date. So I just always yeah. wondered how much information they got.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was surprised to see him like on his phone.
0: I, I guess. think this is one of the. I think it's probably like. Honestly, it's probably like a family member passed away because mm-hmm. we we mm-hmm. get those family we get those calls when like a family member is sick or on Matt's season when that girl's dad got really got worse. Oh
1: yeah. Which, whatever, side note, <laughs> whatever happened with her dad?
0: No idea. I don't rem- <laughs> I don't remember who she was. Last time I saw was, like, three weeks after she got eliminated. I saw that she was, like, dating a rapper.
1: Yeah. Okay, I heard somebody say something on a podcast the other day. Uh, the Bachelor. I really want to know really quick. This is going to take, like, a detour, but because... I I heard a podcaster say something like, "Yeah, we remember you, Sarah," and that story you <laughs> told <about> your dad. <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, what?" Like I was brushing my teeth one Saturday morning, and I was like, "Did something shady happen?" That like not a good uh, story. Um, I just literally googled Sarah the Babsler dad. <laughs> Google's gonna. Oh no! Did he pass? Oh, oh, he died five days ago. All right, oh. let's cut this um, part
0: of the show. No, we're, it's okay. We 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 thought it was funny, and then it turned out not to be. So our condolences to Sarah Fuller and her family oh, no. on the passing of her father. Uh, that's rough. So basketball. Did you
1: say Sarah Fuller?
0: I think that was her last name, wasn't it?
1: No, Sarah Trot.
0: Where did I get you... Fuller from? I don't
1: know.
0: Sarah Trot. yeah. i a person. <laughs> <laughs> For something like you said, Sarah, and like immediately, I, my name, my mind jumped to the name Fuller. Who is that? I don't know. Okay, so on this basketball <laughs> date are Joe, Clayton, Rodney, Martin, Malik, Chris S, Chris G, Pardeep, Nate, and Spencer, and they are joined on the court by the Erica Hamby and Diamond the Shields of the WNBA.
1: Wow I know as soon as she said their names I was like this is man We're in the presence of royalty
0: I, I am consider myself A sports fan And I like basketball No
1: idea who they are
0: And I There are a few WNBA players That if you said their name I would recognize it These yeah. Are not those names
1: like you know, like they should have just brought on Lisa Leslie. Lisa is the only WNBA player I know.
0: No, they, I'm telling you, ABC has the push that they could have gotten Sue Bird on this TV show.
1: The, okay, honestly, she was the one she was the one that I thought of though. And like like I heard their names. Here's here's how this happened. Here's how this happened for me. I heard their names, D'Arrica Hamby and Diamond DeShields. My eyes my brain literally looked at them and i was like but which one is sue bird
0: (laughs) (laughs) the answer was neither i was like
1: but which one where is she and then i was like i don't (laughs) because lisa leslie and sue bird and one other person that was from the tokyo olympics who i don't remember now clearly are the only like three players
0: The, the only two WNBA players I know are Sue Bird and Brittany Griner. The only reason I know Brittany Griner is because everyone thinks she used to be a dude. Uh,
1: was she at Tokyo?
0: I don't know, but she. I don't. I don't even know if she still plays. I assume she does.
1: That's what I was like. Maybe she's the third, the mystery third one that I have in my head that I don't. I am like, I deleted her name. Trust me, if you
0: saw Brittany Griner, you'd know it was Brittany Griner.
1: I think you I think we might be talking about the thing. Because
0: Brendan Grinder might be a dude. I think we might be talking about the like
1: thing.
0: <laughs> you you know that's you know the song The Dude Looks Like a Lady? Yeah. It's the opposite. <laughs> that lady looks like a dude.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: I'm sorry, we're getting distracted.
1: Anyway, before we get ourselves in trouble
0: <laughs> Uh so we are at this basketball date and then they're doing some they're doing some basketball drills. They're doing a little one on one. Uh it's obvious, painfully obvious, that Joe is 100 times better than any of these people have ever been or will ever be at the sport of basketball.
1: 100%. It's also painfully obvious that Joe has 100 times more chemistry than anybody else on this date with Michelle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's three people. At this point, it is at this moment of the show... It is a three-horse race, and it's not really that close.
1: Like, when they were playing their their ball, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Michelle's not even trying to hide it.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, she's not. Uh, so, we have a classic game of five-on-five. Five. Winning team stays. Losing team goes. Unfortunately, Joe, in an attempt to not take over the game, because he can Gets himself into quite a hole. Early in the game.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so they do that. They, they so they do that, and then they, they start to lose pretty bad. Michelle comes over to to Joe, and says, "Come on, Mister Basketball, lock it in." And it, this is when we This is when we're reminded that he had the title of Minnesota Mister Basketball. Yeah. In high school. And then she tells us that she was Mrs. Basketball runner-up. The same year that he was Mr. Basketball.
1: So they, like, I guess she always knew about him then?
0: I I was wondering that too. And on on the Bachelor Party Pod with Juliet Littman, she's been having the pretty consistent co-host recently of Callie Curry. Kelly mm-hmm. Curry is married to Steph, Bur- Steph Curry's less successful brother Seth, mm, okay. and she's also Doc Rivers' daughter. Yeah, so okay. she was saying that when she was younger, she was Miss Volleyball in her state. I
1: didn't realize there was like a Miss Whatever for, for
0: sports. No idea. I had no idea whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> maybe this was a simpler time back in the day.
1: Like I was watching this by myself. And I didn't realize how much I was pretending to know things. I could have just, like, I was by myself. I could have just been like, what the heck is Miss Basketball? But instead I was like, oh. (laughs)
0: Like that meant something to you? (laughs) But she said that really, unless you, like, see them at tournaments Mm -hmm. or, like, their games are the same place your games are at, they don't, like, hang out a lot. Mm -hmm. You really just hang out with your team and the guys that you, the guys or girls you meet on the court that you connect with.
1: I'm still, like I said, I'm still.
0: And you have to think about the Minneapolis area is probably similar to the St. Louis area. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of athletes.
1: Yeah. I'm still like up in the air with their connection though. I, I still
0: do I think there's more than it. we know, but I don't think it's that big. Like, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't think it's a whole lot more.
1: But it just feels,
0: it feels weird. It's definitely a little odd. But, uh, so he ends up stepping up and he and a couple teammates who he finds open looks for, uh, they only end up losing by one. But at this moment, Joe is going home.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. As he should, because he was
0: on the losing team. Until he gets nominated MVP and gets to join the red team. Sorry, he gets to join the blue team. Join the red team at the cocktail party. Which no is ironic, team, because right? normally you can't be the MVP if you lose.
1: Okay, that's what I was wondering.
0: The MVP should have been the highest scoring player on the team that wins.
1: Of the winning team. That's yes. exactly what I was wondering. So when not only did Joe get the MVP award, but then also was like, you get to join the date? Like, I was like, something, all of this feels wrong. Even though I am impressed with Joe's beautiful eyes. And he is real cute. So, uh, yeah. I was like, I feel shady about this.
0: Yeah. Uh, even though he technically shouldn't be on the date, he does get the first chat uh yeah so he tells her about his recently deceased coach and mentor Mm -hmm. she says you don't have to have a game face on all the time i do feel like we have this level of understanding i don't know if it's basketball i don't know if it's minnesota i don't know if it's both
1: they're just gonna talk this basketball game into the ground like i
0: swear especially if it ends up being the two of them
1: oh my gosh He's so cute,
0: but this is going to be really annoying to me. Yeah. So we, the red team arrives back at the hotel, and they commiserate with the rest of the people that, were, that are there, that aren't on a date. And they are equally surprised that the MVP was not only invited, but also on the losing team. Because mm-hmm. how can you be the most valuable anything if you still lost?
1: It was all very questionable.
0: Yeah, and then this is when this is when people start to get unhappy. Now most of them aren't that unhappy; they're just kind of irritated.
1: They're like mildly, mildly disgruntled. Like they just sleep on it, wake up, and be like, "Whatever, shake it off."
0: Yeah, they're That's- they're mildly disgruntled. Uh, so we get some more chats. She ends up having a good conversation with Nate, who I think is giving Joe the best run for his money.
1: Uh, sure is
0: because she is. Just talk
1: about the fact that Nate Dog is basically responsible for. Um, let's see. Mm, I got quite a bit of amount of points off of Nate last night in our Rose League. I'm just saying.
0: Did you see where I placed?
1: Uh, sure did. Sure did.
0: I struggled last night. I was
1: solid fourth place. Fourth out of eight. I'm dead center right now. (laughs)
0: Last night. I was bad.
1: (laughs) I purposely didn't see it because I was out last night. So I was like, I don't want to see my standings yet. But then I was like, wait, my standings aren't going to spoil anything about the episode. And when I opened I was like, ah, I got four.
0: Let me, let me get a reminder of who, who slaughtered me last night. Um, the Rose League, actually. Well, I, No, my problem was Pardeep. Your problem was what? My problem was with Pardeep. Pardeep mm. had an awkward conversation and got sent home. So he lost me five points. And then Clayton got me seven points. Those two really me me
1: He is not doing anything
0: But (laughs) I was carried The only reason it's as close as it is Is because of Nate and Rick
1: I got 25 points off of Casey
0: That's not bad Yeah
1: 25
0: 25, points from Dak Shepard
1: Yeah 27 with Joe 31
0: from Nate
1: 31
0: Yeah Nate was a good pickup Yeah yep uh so nice.
1: side note if you are not on our rosalie team join it now it's so fun anyway back to the regular scheduled date uh yeah her and nate have some chemistry
0: yes uh we head to the cocktail party now michelle grabs rodney and they're going to do a taste test of certain <laughs> apples
1: right <laughs>
0: Uh, he immediately calls the Fuji or Gala apple a Granny Smith, mm-hmm. which means that this man knows nothing about apples, which we already knew. Further ruined by the fact that he thought the pizza he tried was lasagna.
1: <laughs> he was killing me on this date. <laughs> he was killing me. On he that. was
0: trying so hard, and he was doing he so was, poorly.
1: He was like so excited. <laughs> Oh man, I like him.
0: I do. No, I do too. I don't think he's gonna win, but I like him a lot. No, he's not. The he's only like, oh, the only thing he got right was uh, he was kissing Michelle.
1: Yeah, and then he was like, "Whoa." <laughs> <laughs> she she
0: says, she she says a sour green apple, Granny Smith. Absolutely, Fiji red apple. Yes, this man can't even identify pizza. <laughs> It was, Rodney struggled. Rodney, I like Rodney a lot, but he is not long for this game.
1: Okay, so this is where we get into, like, the exciting part of the episode. Because to me, like I said, not totally sold in this season yet. I'm a little bored. I'm a little bored with our girl Michelle, too. Sorry about it. But this drama that starts to stack up on stack and then unfold and gets our Batch the Red to cry... That's where
0: I'm here. Yes. Uh, we start with Martin and Spencer. They're talking about, Martin says, to me, it seems like they know each other from before. Spencer agrees that something's up. And says mm-hmm. it's almost shocking if they didn't know each other because they both, as we said, they both played in the same Minnesota basketball circles. But both Spencer and Malik agree that it's not worth investigating. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, that's what I was confused about. They were like, it's not worth investigating, it doesn't even matter. But Jamie's like, it does matter. And they're like, why does it matter? But then... I digress.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he tries to fire them up some more. They don't bite. And then he says, the friend of a friend said that Michelle was already booed up with a tall, light-skinned Bala. Mm-hmm.
1: So, Okay. So when he drops this,
0: who was he talking to? At this point, it seemed like he's talking to Martin.
1: Okay. So when he says this, and then Martin is like, did you did this just, just resurface? Did you just forget? And now you remember? Like, what? And so he's like, Oh yeah, I didn't think of anything about it. And now it kind of makes sense. But I'm like, what? Like this was a quite a turn. From having a successful one on one to then being like, wait a second, this girl might suck. I feel like this is an alignment with who he appeared to be for a little bit when he first got that date card and was kinda cocky about it. Yeah. This seems like that guy.
0: Yes. Uh so this is yeah, things this is where things start to get out of hand. And then Jamie spins the next Honestly, a screen time 5 or 10 minutes of real time, probably an hour trying yeah. to find anyone who's upset with this. And no one was. And no one no one cared enough to make it a thing. So he decided if no one's going to make it care enough to make it a thing, everyone has to be.
1: Okay, so that's where like I literally was so disoriented what with what was happening because when he was talking to them and they were like, why does it matter? You know, why does it, and he's like, well, it should matter. And then he's telling us, you know, and he's in the moment. It's like, like, um, it should matter because like, I, be honest, you know, like I would want somebody to be honest with me about blah, blah. He's got kind of an attitude about it. And then we see him go in and talk to Michelle. But when he talked to Michelle, he took basically the words of what everybody had told him and spun it around to seem like they were his words. Yes and that everybody in the house was mad, like he was, really. Yes. It was the most weirdly manipulative thing I've seen in a while. And we've been watching some people manipulate, um, like the dude on the island that should be not be named. But um, this was very weird to me. Like, I was super confused, because I honestly thought that I was missing something.
0: No, I don't you think, think you were. Like I
1: was missing
0: something. I don't think you were. Uh, He talks to Mm. her and she, like you said, he explains that, he explains what somebody had told him that their friend of a friend had seen, had said that they were, that he was, she was booed up. And she started to get really upset. And she says, thanks for telling me and walks away. And then he seems satisfied with her response that it's untrue.
1: Yeah. And this was, like, all about him feeling satisfied with her. That's what was weird.
0: Yeah.
1: Old manipulation. Like, he did not have to drag the entire house into it. No. He was like, hey, listen, I really like you. This is what I've heard. Um, and just be honest with me, do you know Joe? He did not have to bring anyone else into the situation. Right. That's what was so strange. Yeah.
0: Michelle tells us, I want to find my person, but my person has to believe in me. And I'm not sure who does right now. Well, to be fair, my friend, everybody but Jamie believes you.
1: Right. But now she thinks that the whole house is talking about her.
0: Yes. Uh, they send in Taysha to talk to her. She says there's been a... T- who
1: says nothing but just stands there and says, you okay?
0: <laughs> yeah. She tells, she tells Taysha. There's been a ton of talk in the house. It's hard because you can do all of these things to show your true character, and it's, like, questioned. I don't know who to trust. Tasha just says, maybe you just tell the guys how you feel. And walks away. Which I think if the host of the show gave me bland, vague advice, I would do the exact opposite. Because clearly I don't think they have your bestest interest at heart the host yes
1: like i'm sorry i love taisha i do but this episode she was like not she did not she, bring it she was swinging and missing in this episode yeah like i that she just walked up and stood there and looked at her for a beat and then was like you okay <laughs> i'm like Okay, whatever, Tasha, All right, Yeah,
0: cool. she, she comes in and talks to the rest of the guys and says that the first time she had seen in person anyone that was there was that first night. She messaged with well, Joe twice, then he ghosted her, and she said, being a woman of color in Minnesota, anytime I'm with a man of color, we're a couple, that's what everyone sees. I could have a romantic dinner with a white guy, in a restaurant and nobody would say, oh, they're a couple, but because it's another black man, we're supposed to be together. And it's frustrating because I'm open to all of you, which I can understand her frustration. I just don't see how that applies.
1: Because it doesn't.
0: Okay. I thought it was just the white guy who felt that way.
1: No. Okay. Thank you. Like I said, like we talked about this a little bit before recording. Um, Yeah. Like as a woman of color myself, I was trying to hear what she's saying you know, and see where I can be like, oh, okay, got it. That's where the frustration is. Totally understand that. I did not feel like that applied to this situation.
0: Okay. Well, that's good.
1: It felt like it, it was like she was upset that everybody's questioning her or thinking that everybody's questioning her. But then that brought out another emotional aspect that was like misplaced. That's kind of what that felt like to me. I was like, I don't think that that's, I don't think that's the thing here.
0: Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean that
1: it's not an issue, but I don't think that's the issue here.
0: I just want to share that my level of appreciation for you being something other than a straight white guy, because otherwise <laughs> this podcast would be a lot more cringy.
1: <laughs> well, you're welcome for being myself.
0: <laughs> uh, so she, after she shares that, she allows guys to ask a question. And nobody asks the question because nobody knows what's going on.
1: That's what that's what killed me. Like, Rodney is like, wait, what? I just had a good time trying to figure out pizza and lasagna. And hang on. She's mad now? <laughs> like, like, Poor Rodney was like,
0: what? Rodney says, man, did I miss every conversation happening in the house? <laughs> I haven't once talked about them, the two of them knowing each other. Peter says, I feel so lost. And then Will realizes the problem. Will realizes the problem and says, she thinks now that we, as a house, question her character. Which is outrageous because there's one, maybe three. Mm -hmm. At most three who have questioned it at all.
1: I just love how they show um, Jamie. And Jamie's just like, well... Um, mm, How am I gonna not act like I'm the dude? I'm just yeah. gonna like fully really try to fly under the radar, listen to people talk shit on me. You can that. But he's gonna listen to that and then be like, oh yeah, not me. Oh yeah, that's totally what happened. Oh yeah, I think that's why she's mad. And just be like, I'm gonna float on the radar. Yeah. But like he's right there. Like it's like they're, <laughs> and they're trying to figure out why wasn't whoever he was talking to. Before he went to talk to her, I would have immediately, if I had heard it the way he was talking before this, I would have been like, it was Joe, because he was the only one that was pissed when we were standing out in the lobby huh? you
0: said You said Joe.
1: Oh, I mean, Jamie, yes.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I just think it's funny that Dax Shepard asks, I mean, Casey asks, does anyone want to own up to that? And he's standing right next to Jamie, and Jamie just looks at everyone else, like, who's going right. to step up?
1: Right. And the fact that nobody was like, Jamie, actually, you were really upset when we talked outside.
0: No. Like you said, everyone, there seems, while Michelle is gone, before the cocktail party is canceled, spoiler alert, I know that's surprising. uh, Basically, he just goes around. I literally
1: yelled at my TV when the cocktail party was canceled. I was like, I'm tired of this. It's unnecessary. Michelle's really emotional right now. And she's just emotionally exhausted, so she's gonna cancel the cocktail party.
0: (laughs) I think the cocktail party was kind of over already.
1: It like it's so dumb. The cocktail party was canceled the moment that it took her ten years to get back up those stairs. Yes. (laughs) You know, it's like it's gonna take another like hour to get back down here. So just call it a day.
0: Yeah. So after a few minutes, Tasha and Caitlin come in. To tell them, tell them that Michelle... Like you said, Michelle is very emotional. She feels like her character was in question. And the cocktail party is over. On to the rose ceremony. So we have roses for Nate, Rodney, Martin, Rick, Leroy, Spencer, Casey, Chris G, Malik, Alou, Chris S, Will, Romeo, LT, Clayton, and Peter. Who joined Brandon... Jamie and Joe in safety and it's sending Alec, Pardeep, Daniel and PJ home
1: I also love that Joe too while that whole drama was happening Joe was like I'm just going to be real still still and quiet and maybe they just like won't turn on me and they didn't Like, he just kind of looked like a deer in the headlights for the rest of the
0: episode. Well, I think that the Joe got lucky because everyone else seemed to be mad at Jamie without knowing they were mad at Jamie. Yeah. So they were able to collectively shift focus from Joe, who could have been easily the target, to yeah. this mystery person who complained about a situation that no one else felt anything about.
1: I wonder if once they uncover the mystery then they'll be like, oh, man. So what about Joe, though? (laughs) You know?
0: I think that Joe is safe for a few more weeks as long as Michelle kind of chills out.
1: I'm still, like I said, I'm up in the air with their connection, though. Because she said they messaged twice a few years ago. But then when his excuse for not talking to her was everything that was going on with, like, the George Floyd thing? Like...
0: I don't know. There's there's some confusion that, for sure.
1: Right, because I'm like, that wasn't a few years ago. That was last year. So... What?
0: Who's lying to me?
1: Is Michelle lying to me?
0: Someone's lying. So, someone may not be lying, but someone's definitely exaggerating. Yeah. So... uh,
1: and said when the car was driving away that he was in line. I just omitted the, or I just
0: withheld the truth. Or
1: something
0: like that. Yes. Very similar. Yeah. Uh, so that was week two. Pretty good week. I, I, I very much enjoyed the episode. You seem still unsure about it, but that's okay. Uh, a couple things. A quick news and note. Unfortunately, as we both shared to Instagram and to Twitter, Katie and Blake have broken up. And it seems you like... You broke from... that news to
1: me in the parking lot of Michael's when I was buying my Christmas tree. Oh,
0: sorry sorry to ruin your Christmas spirit with breakup news. Listen,
1: I saw it coming. Let's be real.
0: It seems like uh, Aunt Lindsay, while aggressive, <laughs> was was correct the long distance of her Moving even further away from him, to San Diego, and him living in Canada and going to and from around Africa, at least at the moment, was too much for them.
1: I did think it was weirdly questionable that she was moving across the country, and not just
0: south. She lived in Seattle. She lived in Washington, so she just moved. To oh, San that's Diego. true. That's
1: true. Okay, I was thinking. I was thinking she was already in New York. Never mind. But um, yeah. So that that's true. Though she would have. It's weird to me that she moved further
0: away. Either but I, way. But I guess, really, if you're in another country, what's five hours south? He goes. Or ten hours south at that point. Like, what's the difference?
1: Yeah.
0: But, yeah, so at, uh, they broke up, unfortunately, so we'll just have to see uh, what's next for both of them. And I do expect both of them to be at Paradise at some point.
1: Uh yeah. Also she was doing stand up comedy.
0: I heard about that. I heard it was mm-hmm. bad.
1: I did not hear about the state of it. I just knew that she hadn't revealed when I saw last heard she hadn't revealed where she was going to perform, but she was gonna tell people like in another post um soon after what I watched. So you heard it
0: was bad. I heard it was bad. Really? Yes. Oh man.
1: Oof. Where did you hear that?
0: Uh, it was a Facebook group. Let me see if I can find the post.
1: Oh, man. I had wondered, though. Because I was like, I can't really picture her doing stand-up.
0: Because, like, she's fun, but she's not funny. Yeah.
1: Interesting.
0: Well, I don't Um,
1: know. I gotta say. Okay, yeah.
0: It's an article on The Sun... Okay, well it was right after her breakup, so that makes more sense. The the uh the the tagline Bachelorette Bombed. Bachelorette Katie Thurston begs get me off the stage as she struggles with first comedy gig before Blake Moyne split.
1: Oh no. Oh no. The former
0: Bachelorette opened for Whitney Cummings Touch Me Tour and Anaheim on Friday, but failed to solicit many laughs in her first, in her stand-up debut. She performed a 10-minute set referring throughout to a piece of paper with jokes written on it, according to a source in attendance.
1: I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see it. I do too. <laughs> it was on video. It was on YouTube. I'm sure we can find it somewhere.
0: Uh, apparently, <laughs> she made several vibrator masturbation jokes. Oh goodness! Uh, she made the con- she made comments including "Oh, thanks to the person who got who gets it," and repeatedly, contin continually repeating, "Someone please take me off this effing stage." Gosh. Yeah. After oversharing about her masturbation habits, Katie told a few shorter jokes that elicited some giggles from the crowd, and others did- that did not.
1: I think it's. Oh, gosh, that, like, makes me cringe just thinking
0: about it. (laughs) At one point, she said, I want to get off this stage so effing badly right now. An audience member at one point shouted back, please do. (laughs) Oh, my god! And then she said, uh, this is my last story because I want to get off this stage. Katie closed out her set with some serious potty humor, joking about a time that she crapped herself at a bank while on a keto diet.
1: Okay, I I watched her tell that story on her Instagram stories, and it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny, but it's terrible. And I don't understand why she tells things like that. (laughs) I mean, I appreciate some bathroom humor, I do. And I mean, yeah, I appreciate dirty jokes, but sometimes I'm like, why are you sharing that? Why are you telling us that information, Katie?
0: So it sounds like she thought she was funnier than she was.
1: Or maybe she'll get funnier. Everybody bombs.
0: The problem and she's coming across is that she's already a celebrity when she's bombing. Uh, yeah. Most, most comedians bomb for many, many years before they're anybody that anybody knows. So she's, mm-hmm. she's doing this in the wrong order. Yay. But, uh, so yeah, that was, that was basically all of news and notes. Uh, I got an email today about my own tickets for the St. Louis edition of bachelor live on stage after two years, they're rescheduling it for March of yeah. this coming up year in 2022. So when the nice lady who gave us the t- tickets for our winners gets back from vacation <laughs> and <laughs> next week, we will contact her and see about getting those tickets for our original winners. Yeah.
1: Uh, we're in communication, so yes. we're, we're going to figure that out and let you guys know. But we'll finally get to go.
0: So I was, I was very disappointed to have it canceled the first time, but we are excited for it to come back in March of next year.
1: Also, one more news to note. Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima are engaged.
0: Yes, and I think it's very interesting that they waited till, they, till she he was like done, done before they ever got engaged. Cause I always thought that was kind of weird that she was she like,
1: has, she has some stuff to share about that though, because, okay. So she has a new podcast called chic or shit.
0: <laughs> nice. and
1: she, I did watch a couple of episodes uh, the other day and people apparently like, she was like, you know, answering some questions and people were asking about roses and rosé and if she was going to come back with that, because she's so funny. And she was like, right now, you know, it may come back in a different form. and make him, you know, she doesn't know yet. But apparently she said there it was just a lot that happened, obviously. Her yeah. boot basically the door. But then she was like, this has been a whole experience that's been kind of traumatic. And a lot of things happened. And more on that later. So I'm like, oh, Ooh, so I feel like she's gonna tell her own experience through that, probably without telling us details about him.
0: Yeah, probably. But
1: how it affected her. And so I'm really interested in that. So I'll keep you guys posted on what I hear from Lauren Zima, but I love her and I'm happy for her that they're engaged.
0: Yes. Uh good for them. I always I was worried because I haven't heard from her at all because she used to be on like she used to do her Roses and Rosé. She used to be yeah. on E! News. She used I mean, on Entertainment Tonight. She used to do yeah. podcasts. And I haven't seen or heard anything from her.
1: Yeah, she's been pretty quiet. I know she's still on Entertainment Tonight. But, like, she has not. Like, once that stuff happened, she, like, stopped posting a lot and everything. So, yeah, she's got this new podcast up and running. Um, and she's had some some cool conversations with some celebrities on there and she's still doing Entertainment tonight. So I'm really glad that she's seems to be getting back in the action.
0: Well, good. Uh, I think that's all for this week. Uh, remember you can follow us on Twitter at podcasting for that right reasons. You can follow us on We can, sorry, you can follow us on Twitter at right reasons pod. You can follow us on Instagram at podcasting for the right reasons. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash podcasting for the right reasons. Uh, just a couple bucks a month to help support us and, work on getting some better equipment in the future, and then working on prizes for you guys as we start to do more of these Rose Leagues. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the Rose Leagues, it is a featured group on the Rose League app, so you can join us each week to try and see if you know more than I did. You could have known more than I did this week. You definitely could have done better than I did because everyone seemed to.
1: I am smack dab in the middle of our league right now. But guys, join us our team is podcasting for the right reasons. Same as the show. It's um, super easy, super fun. I like the fact that I'm, I did pretty well last night. You know, I was out at the movie seeing Dune last night. Wasn't even watching the episode, but I had already locked in my men. So There we go.
0: That's what's important. Same. All right. Until next week, folks, we will see you later.
1: All right. Bye.
0: Bye.